Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter direct seller and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Becky here today. And I am so excited to have Terry Pierce here with us, the founder and CEO of Cotton Chicks. Hey, Terry, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This is such an, this is so exciting. So exciting. Well, we have been chatting a lot lately all about your business. And I feel like I have a little bit of the inside track, but I'm so excited to share it with our listeners. I know that they're going to be inspired and motivated hearing your story and your journey from businesswoman into the founder and CEO of a direct sales company. So just to kick things off, why don't you do a quick intro? Let us know. Let us know what got you to where you are right now. Okay. Uh, well, so I uh, am Terry, like uh, we said, Bucky said, and I was in the fashion industry for 20 years and I loved it. I was super passionate about it. Kind of a backstory about me. I originally started in the dental field and wanted to be a dental hygienist and worked in a dental office and then ended up somehow in fashion. I'm not kind of switched gears a little bit there, but I loved it and I loved everything about it. About it. And so um, kind of grew my business, uh, started like in the back streets of LA, just even like buying zippers and for samples. It was such a different time then, you know, and uh, we kind of fast forward, I ended up with my own showroom and doing a lot of product development and merchandising with like big brand companies like Nordstrom and Dillard's and Bloomingdale's. And I loved it. I loved product development. That was my favorite part of of fashion. And I was a single mom and I was just trying to make a living for my daughter and myself. And I was so excited. I finally had bought my first home and, um, but I was traveling quite a bit and New York was kind of like my home away from home. And I met my husband, now my husband, 17 years. And, um, we had a showroom in LA and I got pregnant with our first son and was put on bed rest. And it was like, okay, now what? Oh my gosh, yeah. I can't travel. I can't any of that. Right. So we made a life decision and we moved back to Arizona where my husband's roots are. And he, his family is a fourth generation cotton farming family here in Arizona, which yeah, go farmers. <laughs> um, I, big props to them because they never sleep. We have a dairy and a farm. And so we picked up, I say I gave up the stilettos and got myself a pair of boots. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and so here we were. And now we have, we have four children. Um, my oldest daughter, my daughter is 31. I have a grandbaby now who I absolutely adore. Uh, her name's Macy. I have to give a shout out. Shout to out to Macy. <laughs> 
And then I have three boys, um, all ages from 14 to 10. And I love my, like, I loved my life. I got to stay home with my boys and raise them. And, you know, things were kind of changing in our environment. The kids were all in school and I really wanted to get back into fashion. Like I just had that calling um, for it. And so I started dabbling in sourcing and kind of coming up with a concept of what it was that I wanted to do. And I knew I wanted to develop a clothing product. Um, I wanted something that was like a good quality, but with great pricing. And I really wanted it focused and made here in the U.S. That was important to me, especially coming from the farming background. Um, and so that's where Cotton Chicks kind of started. And then the name is from my husband's family, who is the fourth generation cotton farming family. So that's that's the name. What a journey. Oh my goodness. Definitely has been a journey. (laughs) That is amazing. So passion for fashion combined with this desire for entrepreneurship and you chose direct sales. And I I always ask this question on the podcast because I know there's many different business models out there and many ways to sell in the world that we're living in today. So given kind of your background in fashion and where you had been, why did you pick direct sales? Um, There was a couple of reasons why I did it. One was for, I had a vision of women, empowering women and coming together. I knew as a stay-at-home mom, there were days because I was on bed rest with all of my pregnancies and with, you know, three little ones at home, your life is definitely changed, right? You're not having adult conversations with people. You're, you're lucky if you've had an adult conversation. Lucky if you showered. (laughs) Showering is difficult. And I just knew that I wanted to create a space for women to come together to empower one another and fellowship with one another. I had gone to a party for another direct sales company and I was like, gosh, this is pretty, I love this. It was just a great place for all of us to connect again. And it wasn't like I I wanted to create this like, okay, even if you didn't buy clothes, right? It was just a place for women. You just never know what one story is and you never know what somebody is going through. And I just loved the idea of having these parties where women could come together and we could just encourage one another, whatever it was that was going on in their lives. And then adding clothes on top of it, because the whole shopping experience has changed, right? Like it's not what it used to be. The customer service isn't there. We don't have the time to shop. We're all busy. And so I knew the direct sales was like a great platform for that so that we could come together, try on the clothes, shop, and still like fellowship with one another. And then on the second part of it was, hey, I was a single mom and I remember tough days, like not knowing if I was going to be able to get gas in the car or buy groceries. Like I had to, you know, prior, I had to prioritize like where my paycheck was going to go. And I know knew with like direct sales that there was an opportunity for whether you want to, we were just talking about this, you know, you're on a vacation and you want to go on an excursion that's going to cost a little bit more money. Well, you know, direct sales, you can put as little time into it or as much time as you want to and still make, you know, if you want a couple hundred bucks or if you want a couple thousand dollars, whatever it is that you 
want to do. I knew that direct sales was able to provide that for women and especially um, for single moms. Like it was another resource for them to be able to, to, to sell product and make money and still work a full-time job. Um, so, and, and that's why I also wanted to make sure that it was like the kits and things that we put out there, like our pricing was really um, strategic on how we did that because we wanted to make it affordable for sure. Well, and and what I'm hearing in that is just this theme around community, right? Like you're creating a community within the stylists that are working with you, but they're also creating community when they're going out and sharing product and having parties and connecting with people. And I mean, especially after the last couple of years we've had, I think everyone is craving that community. And of course, the cash to go along with it is great. I mean, nobody's going to complain about that. But having that community that you never knew you really needed. is just it's it's hard to put into words until you've been there done that and I'm sure you can relate to that well connection right we're all like needing connection right now like we just are so true so yeah so true it's a great way to do that I love that. I, I love your vision. I love where you're going. And you're still in the early days of this business. I mean, it's definitely in startup mode. You're out there. You're doing events. You're having those conversations. When somebody wants to join Cat and Chicks, like you're on the phone with them and you're answering questions. You're very hands-on as well as leading production and product and you know everything else in the business, of course, too. Yes. So what, what lessons have you learned that you could share with our listeners just around walking the walk? Like you're yeah. literally doing it all right now. And so what, what does that look like? And what kind of encouragement and tips can you provide? Yeah, I, well, I am lucky. I'm fortunate enough. It is myself and I have a, an assistant that works with me. Shout out to Nicole because she Nicole. is my girl. She's <laughs> yes. got my back and we all need one of those. Right. And, um, I think the biggest lesson for me right now is to get out of my head. Um, I think our biggest challenge when we're starting something new is those fears that we continually like tell ourselves And for me, that's always been a really big struggle of mine. And I've just finally decided that I wasn't going to let those fears dictate my success. And I knew that I really needed to, that, that I'm allowed this success and that I should have it. And it's, I mean, I'm reading actually a great book. So uh, I'm reading Jenny Allen. He's Jenny Allen. Get Out of Your Head. It's a great book. If anybody's interested in reading that, I would definitely recommend it because it's just all about listening to who we really need to listen to and not letting the negative take over and, and control our thoughts. And I think once I realized that I could do this, that I just needed to not let anything kind of get in my way and just really go after it, whatever that is that you're doing in life, right? Whether it's owning your own business or starting something new or whatever that looks like in your own world, right? In your own life, we get in front of ourselves and we're the only ones that stop ourselves. And so that's been my biggest life lesson right now is getting past that. 
Yeah. And it's interesting that you say that because oftentimes I'll ask my students at our Modern Direct Seller Academy, you know, hey, what's holding you back? Or like, what, you know, what is it? What do you need to do? Like, do you, do you need help figuring out what the next step is? And oftentimes people own it. They're like, it's me. Like, it's just me. Like, I'm in my head over this. I know that what I need to do. And I'm just having a hard time, like, actually getting that confidence and implementing it and doing it. So I think having that community and that support and other people that are alongside you cheering you on, it really does make a big difference. And the other thing I just have to highlight too is... I mean, you've had a, a long career in fashion. Like you've ha- you've seen a lot of success. Like you're part of an entrepreneurial family, and like sometimes we still get in our head, right? Like yeah. it doesn't matter what level <laughs> you're at, whether you've never sold anything before or if you have years of experience, it still just kind of creeps in a little bit, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I remember. I'm really was blessed. I had a, a grand adopted, and I have just my parents were pretty amazing people, and my dad before he passed. Uh, he's the one that really helped me get this started. And one of the things he said to me, he was like, you got this. He's like, you got this, like you can do this. And he was such an encourager that really saw what I was capable of. He saw it more than I saw it. And so like you're saying, like having those people that are around you and surround yourself with that, right? Your tribe of people that are going to encourage you and just give you all of that um, support that you need while you're journey, you know, while you're going through that journey. Yeah. And I think it is, it's that, that belief factor, you know, you believe in someone before they totally believe in themselves or as a leader of a company or a direct sales organization, right? Your vision has to be big enough to accomplish everyone because they, they might not be able to articulate it yet, but like you're seeing the big picture and you're, you're really encouraging them and believing in them. And, that that just makes a world of difference to have that cheerleader and that encourager in your back pocket. Well, the goal is to eventually have leadership conferences. I know a lot of direct sales companies do this, but like my vision is goal oriented, right? It's all about feeding into women's lives and transforming them, right? Transforming them to be the best women that they can be, the best version of themselves that they can be. And I just want to be able to provide that with leadership training with people that are up there, just speaking truth into them and leading them to their success, whatever that looks like, right? Whether they're selling, whether they're, whatever that is, mom, stay at home, mom, whatever. Um, I just want to be able to encourage um, other women know that they are valued. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. And they look good while they're doing it because your clothes are so cute. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay. So I I have to brag on you a little bit because I I, I know, I know a little behind the scenes here and I told Terry, I'm going to ask you this question. She said, I don't know if you should ask me that, but you were in the final round. You got really far on Shark Tank. So we just have to talk about that for a quick minute. What was that experience like? And how was it pivotal during the growth of Cotton Chicks and the business and having that belief in what you're doing? So give us the behind the scenes of Shark Tank. Oh, gosh, that was so exciting. So we had applied. Um, and I don't know if people know this, but they get 30,000 to 40,000 submissions a year for... Wow. I know, on the show. And so I got an email from the um, 
producer, uh, the casting producer of the show and said, Hey, you know, are you, do you have time to chat? We, uh, just wanted to learn more about cotton chicks. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I was super excited. So we kind of went out of order than I think they normally go out of order. Cause usually you have to do a whole intake and this whole submission, this whole thing. Well, we, we didn't do that. We went right to the casting producer and I had an interview with her. And honestly, I thought I blew it because I was so nervous. I was <laughs> I'm like, sure you were fabulous. Oh gosh. I was all over the place. I was a hot mess. Like, what You're like, happening? this is the biggest job interview I've ever had. Yes, I felt like I blew it. I was like, oh, Gary, just get a hold of yourself. It's fine. <laughs> so like, so I had this like great conversation. I was like, oh, I told my husband, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And Next thing you know, at the end of the conversation, she did, she said to me, she's like, okay, so how soon do you think you could get us a video submission? I was like, uh, uh I don't know. Um, pretty quickly. I get like, I didn't even know what. Yeah. You're like, we're just like, making this up as yeah, we go. Totally on the floor. <laughs> making it all up. And so I was like, well, I guess maybe in the next couple of weeks, she's like, and it was, this was April. And she said it was kind of like April 15th or something. And she's like, do you think you could have it to us by the 28th? And I was like, yeah, okay. We can make that happen. We'll make it work. And so uh, we did the video submission and we filled out all the paperwork and whatnot. And it was, it was really exciting. I mean, just to even, you know, get that far in the whole process. We actually did a really funny reel. Uh, we did a spoof on like what it's like shopping with kids, you know, versus having a cotton chicks party in your own home. So it was like yes. my daughter was shopping with the baby and she's screaming. <laughs> she's like wanting the candy. Hitting up everywhere. Yes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it like goes to this whole video of us sitting in a living room and we're drinking wine and we're with our girlfriends and, you know, girls just want to have fun as playing. And it's just like a whole big, it was really fun. It was, we did like a funny video. And then, so they had, we had, they'd gotten back to us and had said that we, we didn't make it onto the taping, but they had encouraged us to apply again, because I guess it usually can take two up to even five times applying to be on the show before you actually even get on the show. And another thing there's, once you get to like the video round, I think there's only 180, I want to say it was like 184. Okay. Um, yeah. Get taped. And then only, I can't remember if it's 80 or something that actually get to like the actually the pitch. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even, the they don't even make it to the, like they'll air it with the, the cast, but uh -huh. it actually doesn't make it to TV. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's a big, it's a pretty big process. So we're, I was pretty, it was exciting. And I remember laying in bed with my husband one night and we're just talking about, we were binge watching the show. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to write down all the tips I can from Everything, others that have right? been on there. Like, I want to make sure I know like customer acquisition, like I yeah. need to know every term. Right. And I just remember laying there and I said, I told my husband, I was like, you know, like, even if we didn't make it on Shark Tank, right. I just, I told him, I was like, we're like, we can do this. Like we yeah. can do this. This is going to happen. We can, we're going to be a success. We can do this. So well, I, I can. 
I can already see it, Terry. And I feel like I, I see like your about page. This is this is my marketing brain here. I'm like, there's the about page, and people always have those cute timelines where it's like, got started in fashion. Like we had our first stylist join, and then it's like we made it to Shark Tank. Like I I, I can like see the whole trajectory. I'm I'm painting the yeah. future right now for you. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, that is what an honor. I mean, really, yeah. that is so exciting and I have no doubt there's going to be another round and we're, we're going to see your face on there. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> well, tell That's us, <laughs> yeah, tell us what, what else are you looking forward to? What's next? What's coming? I know, you know, you're still in the early days of Cotton Chicks and definitely hustle startup mode, like, you know, getting systems in place and, you know, yeah. we're working together on training and, and, and all of that good stuff. But like, what are you looking forward to through the rest of this year, rolling into next year, like give us a little behind the curtain peek. Well, one um, part of our product, I, like I said before, we were manufacturing in the U.S. And when COVID hit, that kind of changed gears just slightly. But we're we're really getting back on track on that with the whole um, producing in in L.A. Um, that's where my manufacturing is, and then we bring product or fabric in. But with that being said, we are really focusing on some sustainable fabrics. And I just love these fabrics that we have found. One of our fabrics that we use is a vegan tencel, which is not everybody knows. It's made from the eucalyptus plant, ergo tree, and that tree can grow. It's one of the most rapid growing trees and it's sustainable and it's good for the environment. And so I'm really excited about all of these new fabrics that we're introducing to our collection um, because they all breathe too. Like I'm going through menopause right now. (laughs) Not to mention it's like 115 in Arizona, right? It's so hot. But I like, I just love fabrics. I remember as a little girl, like wearing fabric, I had an issue with clothing and I just needed stuff that felt good while I was wearing it. And so it's really important for me to source, source fabrics that really feel good on the body. Um, so that's one thing that we're excited about. And then the second thing that we're excited about is just, we're, we're finally kind of doing, uh, incentives, for our stylists now, where we're going to have a trip that we're going to have at the end of it, um, which is coming to Arizona and coming to one of our big resorts here. And there's just a lot of exciting things happening with that. So that's huge for us to be able to do that and have um, that will be our first real kind of incentive trip. And just to have, you know, people there speaking to other women and just uh, that is such a, I get goosebumps just thinking about it because it was such a big dream of mine to have that happen and to see it finally come to fruition is like, I just, I can't even explain it to how exciting exciting that is. So, and I mean, that's the community aspect, right? Like that's the connection and I mean, long time coming after a few years of not even being able to travel and now finally getting out there and doing things together again. But I'm sure much like me, you know, you're probably working with a lot of people on a virtual level, right? Like we're building relationships and coaching and connecting and supporting our customers in the field, all pretty much online. So the joy 
of bringing people together in real life is, oh yeah. I like, I got goosebumps right there with you. Like it is, it has been a long time coming and I'm sure it'll be the first of many incentive trips and conferences and fun things that you'll be putting together in the future too. Yes. I'm, I'm excited about that. I really am. It's exciting. I think everyone's ready for it too, right? Yeah. I'm ready for that. Yeah. Like take me anywhere. Um, sign me up. I'll be there. (laughs) 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 What about holiday? Are you already thinking about holiday and designs for, for seasonal? I mean, it's crazy to think about that right now when it is still summer and a million degrees outside. But as, as we're thinking about rolling into the end of the year, um, what does that look like in terms of product for you? Yeah, I'm excited about holiday because we always do a campaign for holiday. We do the 10 days of Christmas that lead up to the 24th. So that's always really exciting. We usually do giveaways and just really fun stuff. So we're working on that campaign already. Um, and then we're already working on product for that, which I'm really excited we're going to be launching because Kubro is one of my favorite fabrics and not everybody knows, but the Kubro is made from the cotton plants and they use the entire residual of the plant. They break it down to make this fabric and it's just a really luscious fabric. And the only way I can describe it to you so that you can understand it is it's like silk but cotton and it's better priced and you can wash it. Oh, I love that. We're all about like, who has time for dry cleaning? Like I want to be able to like throw it in the washer, throw it in the dryer and be ready to go. Right. That's important to me. And so that's a fabric that we'll be running um, for holiday. And it's just like, it's going to be so fun. We have like a burnout cotton coming. That's just so beautiful. Like just, that is one of the things I love sourcing fabrics. Um, and I'm, I feel like cotton chicks is kind of known for that too, with our fabrics, when you start to like feel them and wear them, they're just, they feel great on. So that's what's happening for us for holiday. So amazing. So much good stuff. Okay, Terry. So if we want to shop, if we want to host a party, if we want to join and be one of the first hundred, really it would be like the first 100 stylists with Cotton Chicks. How, how do we learn more? Uh, well, you can go to our website, which is cottonchicks.com. And then you can also follow us on Instagram at Cotton Chicks. We're on there as well, as well as Facebook. Everything's Cotton Chicks. So we also have a new Chicklets line that we launched. So uh, you can find some of that information on there as well. But uh, definitely check out our website for more information about becoming a stylist. We have a great incentive going on. Um, right now we call it the influencer kit, which is like so easy to, to become part of one of our chicks as we call it. (laughs) Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here on the podcast today. I'm sure we could have talked for hours and hours, um, but I'm, I'm so glad that our listeners got a little bit of a peek into your world and there is, there's going to be good stuff coming. I mean, holiday, Shark Tank, like I'm just going to call it right now. Yeah. Watch out. Cotton Chicks is here. <laughs> yeah, we're excited. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Terry. Take care. You too. 
This episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast is sponsored by our sister company, Direct Flow. Direct Flow provides the number one training platform for direct sales companies. It comes preloaded with the Modern Direct Seller curriculum. Learn more about how we can support your direct sales company at directflow.com. That's D-I-R-E-C-T-F-L-O.com. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and systems for your direct sales business, visit your one-stop shop, moderndirectseller.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your biz.